Ultimately, as adults, the most feedback we get is actually from ourselves. The feedback that we get is from our self-talk and our self-perception. And to understand that is to also accept that the feedback we are giving ourselves is probably more swinging to the negative and limiting side of our shame self than it is to our expansive, creative and abundant self. Hi, I'm Kirsten Leo, and this is the Light Path Podcast, brought to you by thelightpathcollective.com. I am passionate about exploring energetic practices, spiritual principles, healing modalities, and connecting to the experience and wisdom of others to illuminate our paths and live at our greatest capacity for abundance, worthiness, and love. Welcome back to the Light Path Podcast, and as always, thank you so much for joining us here to make our paths a little bit lighter with reflection, learning, and maybe just a deep dive on aspects of our life that are ever present, but maybe not always completely looked at and reflected upon. And today I want to reflect on the concept of, or the word feedback, um, Being from an educational background, those of you that have been following along for a while will know my story. Any new listeners, hey, welcome. Welcome to our little tribe here, our little village of souls that are not just seeking, but are actually empowering themselves to create lives that they ultimately really do love. Welcome. We love to have you here. Um... And if you've just found our podcast, we'd love you to like subscribe, uh, leave a review, um, spread the love, you know, the more ease that we can get into, hopefully the lighter people's paths become. That's the goal or the or more empowered, I would say people, people's paths become. And there's heaps of ways to connect with us, not just here at the podcast. We have a great website. We have a community group on Facebook and we're often offering masterclasses and opportunities to kind of get the work done together and lots of resources and people that can help you out via the Light Path Collective. So come on over, dive in, check us out. We are here for you. Um, But so for those of you that do know my story, you'll know I come from an education background. And um, if you don't know my story, head to the very first episode, number one, we're like etching towards 100 episodes now. So it's quite a while back. But Number one, there is my personal story. Um, And in that I share that I used to be a teacher. And so feedback was a huge uh, thing, obviously in education, because we're working with little ones and we wanted to, you know, part of the art of teaching, I think is mastering the art of feedback. And there are many uh, educational researchers on feedback and the data was showing us interesting and different things all the time and really the way in which children responded to feedback or liked to receive their feedback. And of course, over the course of the 20 years I was hanging out in classrooms and in staff rooms, that absolutely changed and the expectation on teachers changed because of the students' expectations of us changed, I guess. I'm not really too sure if that's a good or a bad thing. Um, But ultimately... Teachers are very feedback focused because we don't really want to give feedback and it not be productive and and to fall on on deaf ears, so to speak. Um, So 
the feedback culture is something that I'm used to thinking about, um, but not in the way in which I want to discuss it today. You then get the whole culture of feedback professionally when you're getting performance reviewed and teachers or definitely my educational experience. Um, I was really fortunate very early on in my career to have a lot of feedback on teaching because I worked in an, in a really cool system in the UK at the time they did that really well and they did it consistently. So I was very used to people observing my lessons and giving me feedback. Um, and I always really thought that that was great because it was just a way for me to continue to learn and ultimately get better. And so feedback is something that, um, in cultures or containers of safety and respect can be really, really effective. Um, but coming back to Australia, it, it just really wasn't the vibe professionally. Yep, with students, for sure, very feedback focused with the students and very research based and always open to hearing the latest research of how kids wanted to be fed back to. Um, but culturally as adults, definitely resistance to it. And I definitely felt that in my leadership career and especially as the younger teachers kind of came through how much they feared feedback and, uh, and how the, the strive to be perceived as really competent and perfect actually override or overrid, um, their ability to be curious and flexible and, um, seeking just improvement um, every time that they got feedback and how concerned they were with being perceived as perfect. And um, it was a real barrier in my leadership career because I just was on a different wavelength, not better or worse, just different because of my experience, um, you know, early on in my career. So I, I'm the more I went along in my career, the more grateful I was for that. And then going into business, you know, the feedback that you get is often really silent. So the feedback that you get about the work that you do is often just that you just don't hear from people again. Um, but I have to say, I'm really lucky in that I've got a pretty vocal community here that I'm part of that will feedback um, and, and give me definitely suggestions, um, but more often than not really um, feeding back on their experience of working with me or anyone else on the other practitioner of the Light Path Collective and, and you know, how that did impact um, upon them because that's what we're here to do. We're here to make an impact, like I said, to really empower you guys not to give you all the answers, not to make it easy for you, not to make it hard, hopefully, but definitely to, to hold that mirror up to you and allow you the space to grow and evolve. And we know growing and evolving isn't always that comfortable. And so I've been thinking about feedback quite a bit lately because the more the community grows, especially on social media, the more you're open to feedback that is really unproductive and therefore it's unwelcome or feedback coming from people who ultimately aren't your audience. And um, trolling is not something that is ever pleasant, um, but you do have to build up some type of resilience to that form of feedback and knowing that it isn't necessarily about you at all and it is about their experience and them and something that you've triggered in them. That's not to say that you don't reflect on what you're sharing and, and just kind of making sure that it is in alignment with your values and ethos and all those things. But um, a lot of the time, the feedback that we get as adults is socially and 
are maybe in that more corporate or formal environment where the feedback, you know, really threatens a lot of your sense of safety. So it threatens, you know, your work performance, for example, people are making judgments on that. And does that then necessarily affect your employability or your future employment where you are? And so feedback can turn into this really dicey relationship and a relationship that is in a lot of ways threatening your safety and security as opposed to allowing you to become more, allowing you to flourish and to grow. And so outside of those kind of constructs that you either open yourself up to or you sign up to as part of a work agreement, where else do you get your feedback from? And I'm sure you get a lot of feedback from your uh, most intimate relationships, but Again, when I reflected on that and, you know, most intimate relationships I have in my life, the feedback that I get is usually about the other person not getting what they need, not necessarily about, about me and my um, performance. That sounds really dodgy when I say that out loud, but I hope you understand what I mean by that. I mean, like how I'm showing up in the relationship, not my performance. Although, anyway, let's not go down that road. You know what I mean. Um, so, you know, the feedback that I kind of am receiving is actually about maybe how um, I'm not meeting another person's needs the way that they would like them to be met. And it's not necessarily an indication of me as a person and my growth all the time. It's more about the other person. And I was scrolling through uh, social media the other day and I heard something that really sparked this deep dive into feedback with me which is why I'm sharing it with you today on the podcast because if I got thinking about it then I'm sure it may my thinking out loud may you know help you in some way and what I heard was really really interesting ultimately as adults the most feedback we get is actually from ourselves. The feedback that we get is from our self-talk and our self-perception. And to understand that is to also accept that the feedback we are giving ourselves is probably more swinging to the negative and limiting side of our shame self than it is to our expansive, creative and abundant self. And it's time for us maybe to stop and think about how much is that actually impacting me as a person moving forward and growing and evolving and maybe stemming some of the flow that I'm trying to create within my life and experience. So when I look at this, um, I kind of started, I did a little experiment for myself and I kind of encourage you to do the same thing because it was really interesting what I found. I decided to just notice for a day because if I tried to do this for a week, it would not happen. So I just limited myself to a day. I mean, try it for a couple of hours and see and just monitor your thoughts. The feedback you are giving constantly to yourself And I absolutely noticed that the trend I was like coasting. So as I was giving this feedback to myself over the course of the day, all I did was tally, was it positive and constructive or was it negative and constricting? And my tally marks were no surprise, definitely more on the negative side than they were on the positive side, which really got me aware of maybe how restrictive and negative my internal dialogue is and how that is having a massive impact 
on my expansion in the outside world. So if the majority of feedback that we're getting is from ourselves, then I think we need to become aware of something really obvious, but maybe not so in the realm of our conscious awareness in that when we're getting feedback from ourselves, we're getting feedback from one particular source and one particular perspective. And the source that we're getting that from is usually our ego. And some of us might have an inflated ego in some areas of our lives. So we're really self-congratulatory and very generous in our feedback. But I would maybe kind of edge towards a lot of the feedback that we're giving ourselves is shame-based and keeping us really safe and secure. And we're listening to it as if it's actually true when it could just be our ego perspective, keeping us safe and secure in that shame, in that pain, and in not allowing us to feel comfortable in our expansion and our greatness because of all the connotations and the conditionings that we may have had for that in the past. There was a study done in an educational field and they studied um, this control group basically. So half the kids got one particular type of feedback and half the kids got another type of feedback. And I thought this was really, really interesting and definitely relates to how we feed back to ourselves because the feedback that I give myself, I found in that constrictive and negative side of things was definitely about me not living up to expectations I either had of myself or expectations I perceived that society would value and have of me. And it kept me really small and in a lot of ways really sad. And so this educational research took a bunch of children and they sent them out to, to solve a lot of problems in this class. Um, and they put them out into these problem-solving activities. And when they came back, half of the group, the feedback that they got was all about how intelligent they were. So it was praise or feedback all about um, how well they did and how well they accomplished the task. So performance-based, intellectual-based, like you're so clever, you got those answers right, um, the strategies you used to solve that problem were the correct ones. Um, and so it was performance-based. Basically, how you performed was really good. And then on the other group... The feedback that they gave these other kids was all about effort. So it was all about the application to the learning or to the problem solving that they exhibited. So the feedback was more along the lines of you, I can see how hard you worked on that. I can see how you were really persistent in solving that problem that we gave you. And it was really great how you used um, the the ideas of other people in cooperation and you tried your best and you didn't give up that that kind of praise and so with these two groups of children they then sent them out to do another lot of problem solving 
And what was really, really interesting that the researchers found that in the next series of problem solving, the intelligence based group, the feedback that they got that was based on their intelligence and intelligence in their achievement, ultimately, their performance in the next task decreased. Whereas the performance of the children in the effort-based feedback, their performance in the next task increased. And I thought that was really, really fascinating in terms of the type of feedback that is actually empowering. So that message of that was so good because you got it right. That was so good because you are so intelligent and clever that actually had a negative impact on future performance. And I can understand why just purely from my own personal observation of self. In that, I think the pressure that goes into them performing well on the next task, because the feedback of all the praise that you're going to get is based on whether you get this right or wrong or how right you get it is going to equal achievement And positive feedback, which equals acceptance and worthiness, all those things, all those good feelings of safety and security, the pressure then to recreate that or get that again was super high. Whereas those kids that got praised just for trying, even if they got it right or wrong, when they went back into that problem-solving arena, they they had that clear message of, oh, performance isn't necessarily about perfection. Performance is about application. So actually they felt encouraged to take risks, give it a go, think creatively and find solutions to a problem and the process was more important than the product. So when I related this back to my own personal experience, of how I'm dealing with the feedback that I'm giving myself constantly every day, every second in my head, I noticed really clearly that I was giving myself a lot of feedback based on an intelligence kind of perspective in that you did or didn't keep promises to yourself. You did or didn't tick those things off your to-do list that you didn't do the thing that ultimately is going to give you the desired outcome that you wanted. And so it was a lot of like grading myself for want of a better word on how I was doing in life. And there was also, I was giving myself a lot of grades on how I was perceiving others would be perceiving me. So that outfit isn't perfect, the body isn't perfect, the Insta post that you just created isn't perfect. Um, And it was all based on other people's perceptions that I just perceived that that would have, not based on any facts, not based on any kind of feedback I was actually getting, but based on my only internal judgments of how other people may be judging me. And so having kind of sat on this for a couple of days, I felt compelled to be a little bit experimental myself. And what would it be like if just for a day, I actually gave myself feedback that was effort-based as opposed to output or results-based. 
So I spent the day forcing myself to say things to myself that was based on how much I was just showing up and how much I was just trying. And I have to say on this day, I didn't make it to the gym. And so that's a bit of a downer. Um, And I got really sidetracked with the project. So I didn't finish other projects that I was supposed to finish that day. So it was kind of like the perfect day to give myself some pretty negative feedback. But because I was on this little self-experiment, I had to praise myself or give myself feedback on the effort. So not necessarily praise. I think praise and feedback are two totally different things. So I really um, misuse those words there. But the feedback I was giving myself had to be about the effort that I made. And so, you know, when I didn't make it to the gym, I had to say like, okay, so the feedback is, yep, you could have gone to the gym, but ultimately you did try to go, but you got waylaid by that call and you knew you weren't going to make it to that class. And so in a way, like you tried to get there, but it just didn't happen for you that day. But like, well done for getting actual dressed ready to go. Like you tried to get there and the effort that you put into that project that you did all day, that you, that took you a lot longer than you maybe perceived. Um, but you stuck with it, you persisted with it and you got it done ultimately. And that's really important. And all these other little jobs that you didn't do, I can see how I've moved them to other days and I can plan to tackle them later. And what great problem solving skills that is, because I actually was able to kind of dissemble all the tasks and not put so much pressure on myself. So like, well done for that. Like you, you put in a good effort there to get those things done and, and you put in a good effort there to figure out when you are going to get them done rather than just wiping them off the list thinking, well, that's not going to happen now. Definitely for me, body image, all that kind of stuff um, that day, you know, I did it happen to eat healthy that day. So well done. You put a lot of effort into that um, by ensuring that you were prepared to eat the healthy food and you chose to eat it. So eat it, sorry. So when I shifted that feedback from that achievement or perfection or the things that I had attained or maybe didn't attain that day into just forcing myself to notice where how the effort that I had put in and how I had put in effort and how I had shown up even if it wasn't the way I planned to show up um, but the fact that I did show up that day for myself consistently throughout that day really lightened me up. That's all I can say. That's the only experience I had. I just felt lighter and I felt that I had achieved a lot, even though that output-based feedback would have said I didn't because I didn't get those things done and I didn't get to the gym that day. But the effort-based feedback was much more positive and I just felt lighter and definitely didn't then go into a cycle of maybe judging and beating myself up because of the output that wasn't, you know, ticking those boxes of the intelligence or the achievement quota and rather just acknowledge that really the effort was enough and the effort was okay. And of course, feeling lighter encourages you to show up again in a way that is about just doing your best rather than being the best. 
And I think this is what it comes down to, that feedback around doing your best as opposed to being your 100% best all the time because your best is going to change not from day to day. It's actually going to change from moment to moment. And I think if we have this really narrow vision of our best and holding ourselves accountable to this perceived vision of ourselves, then the feedback that we're going to be giving ourselves all the time is going to potentially be pretty brutal. So that is how I'm kind of toying with feedback at the moment and even just coming into the awareness that really most of the feedback I'm getting now as an adult is from myself. And so if I'm not nailing the feedback I'm giving to myself, then I am not being the best learner or the most productive human. And it's just a way, yes, I can love myself a little bit more, but more importantly than that, it's just a way that I can realistically care for myself a little bit more. And the change doesn't have to be drastic, but I think the impact of the change will be drastic because already, like I said, I'm just feeling a little bit lighter and I'm actually feeling more inclined to give myself a go at things and to be a little bit kinder to myself gives me a little bit more space to enjoy what I'm doing in the moment to really be present and all in knowing that I'll look after the things later on that maybe I'm not avoiding now, but just don't have time to look at now. So there's my little take on feedback for you. It would be really interesting to, to, for you to notice. And if you do, you know, this little experiment with yourself where you're noticing the feedback that you're giving and getting from yourself and how maybe more on the negative or maybe it's going to more on the positive. I don't know. Like, check yourself out take a little tally for an hour or two over the next couple of days and see and then see how you can turn that around by giving yourself feedback based on your effort as opposed to your output and how that may just lighten your path a little bit you can share your thoughts or any other thoughts about anything really over in our facebook community group the light path community um would love to hear them but for now As always, sending you so much love and light as you walk your path. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Light Path Podcast. I hope that the information shared here has helped illuminate your path. Be sure to check out the show notes for links related to this episode. While you're there, remember to subscribe to the podcast to ensure you never miss an episode. I'm Kirsten Leo. And I can't wait to explore and expand our capacity for abundance, worthiness, and love together in the next episode.